Today on the GYST podcast, the crew recently watched a video that talked about 10 tips for a better, improved life. And today we're going to review those things and talk about what they mean to each of us. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, Shit Together. Wow, chance and some some harmonizing there. I like it. Put some soul into that shit. What? What? Well, welcome, everyone. My name is Rohit Rahila, and with me in the studio are... Scott Chang. Jansen. Patrick. And listening in today is our very own... Glenn Rocks. Glenn, 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 Glenn. And he's waving audience, so it's uh just just take our word for it. Uh so this one is is a good episode. There are a few times when we will get together and talk about an episode that we want to talk about. And sometimes it's either a, a book review or a a video that we saw, and today is one of those videos. So we watched a video where uh, it's all about self-improvement and what the person identified as 10 things that you need to do for ultimate self-improvement. Number one, and, and what we'll do is I'll just go through this list real quick so the audience, you've got a foundation, and then we're going to talk about what it means to us uh, because there were definitely key things that struck out to each of us. And that brings a unique perspective that we'd like to share with you. So here are 10 ways to improve yourself. Number one, go to the gym. Number two, healthy diet. Number three, what the speaker called monk mode, which is essentially being centered. Uh, number four, no masturbation. Number five, no video games. Number six, read. Number seven, Pray. Number eight, find a trade. Number nine, stay away from negativity. And number 10, no social media. So we want to share those 10 things with you and then really talk about what was it that really kind of struck with us. And so, fellas, I'm going to open it up. Uh, what were your thoughts? I mean, starting out with the Gym and diet, I just kind of lump those two together because they tend to go hand in hand. Um, I like it. But the hardest thing is like the first steps. And I mean, for me, what really got me exercising was having a group to do it with. Like it, we would go on a hike or do a quick jog. It could be a quarter mile, it could be half a mile. That was just being with my friends and doing these things was enough for me to kind of venture on my own and start doing it. Like, First time ever, I never thought in my life I'd run a half marathon. Of course, we started it, um, there's probably six of us, get grouped up together. We went out for a jog late at night. And just that, we signed up for a marathon afterwards. And slowly, you know, I was worried. I didn't want to be passed by everybody. So we all kind of got gathered together and started doing our own training. And we would meet up like once a week, just do like a mile jog around Green Lake. And it was something so simple as that, that just was enough motivation for me to keep doing it. And then diet usually comes, like, hand in hand. Um, the only thing I worry about with diet is, like, you know, a lot of people I know wait till 
they hit some kind of catalyst in their life where they realize they have to start dieting mm. where if like maybe a major sickness happens and at that point you might be already too late to do any any big changes well so may i ask you a question real quick yeah so you talked about bundling gym and diet together which are both health related mm-hmm. right and and that's why you bundled it together but i noticed that when you talked about exercise you made it more about the social aspect. Right. And so asking you a, a kind of a tough question, what was more important to you? Was it the health aspect or the social aspect? So originally it was the social because it was an excuse for me to hang out with my friends and be healthy. And then eventually the health, you know, came in there like, well, if I want to, you know, if I want to be better, I actually have to dig deeper into this. And eventually when I started running more and doing more ex- like outdoorsy things, I would eventually just venture on my own. It gave me the strength and the courage. I didn't have to, I didn't need a group to do these things. You know, it was nice to have them there, but at this point I was on my own journey and then health or the, the diet became a big part of it. Hmm. For me, diet, in gym, like working out, it was a personal challenge and motivation. Like I pretty much work out by myself. It was something that I wanted to do. So I was just sitting around one day, I'm like, huh, I could be better at doing this. And at the time we were playing actively playing tennis. Oh yeah, we did. So we played every other day. Every other day. So at the time I was just like, huh, if I, cause I was doing like jump training, like cardio stuff. Cause and then after a while, I noticed that, like, my speed improved. I was like, huh, what if I just go full force on this? I can improve my game. So it was something that I wanted to do. I didn't really put too much thought in the diet thing at first. Because at the time, I was working out, like, two and a half hours each day. Once in the morning and once at night. So I think I was burning enough at the time. So, But now that, you know, when we're getting older, you got to think about what we're eating. So in that sense, I'm kind of listening to what my body tells me. So I get really tired if I eat a lot of carbs. So I kind of cut back on that. So I think the first two points with working out and diet, you have to, first of all, know how you're feeling. Like take the appropriate action and then listen listen to your body. If you don't feel good, adjust. Yeah, that was a good point because... You're describing the exact opposite I did. You avoided carbs. I had to eat carbs. Yeah, because you were running. So, <laughs> yeah. And you were all about short, like explosive energy, and I was about more prolonged, like yeah. stamina. And then, yeah, so yeah. the next subject you touched upon was the monk mode, is what they said. Yeah. What, did, what was that that he was talking about? Like, what did he mean? Um, what was your interpretation? Yeah, so so my interpretation of it was mostly quiet your mind, center yourself. And I think that's something that we're so used to that instant gratification. We want some, we want everything right away. And there are multiple reasons why, especially dopamine hits. You know, it I think it's really closely related to the no social media. When you're endlessly scrolling, you're looking for that hit of dopamine. These apps like you talked about, are are carefully designed, not just by programmers. They hire casino specialists 
they there is so much psychology of, of the human psychology that goes into development of apps like Facebook, Instagram, all these social media sites that keep you going. And they know when you're about to lose interest because they've got all the stats for it. And that's when they'll insert an ad. And what's an ad? Sometimes it's, it's, it's a funny video or it's a little bit louder or it makes some noise and boom, right there, there's a hit of dopamine and it keeps you going. Or when you're endlessly scrolling, you're like, okay. And you convince yourself, uh, the next good thing I see, that's the last thing. But then you don't know if it's going to be 30 seconds from now or five minutes from now. And so because we've got that mindset, we take such little time to center ourselves. And because we're not centering ourselves, because we're not learning how to quiet the mind, we struggle. If, if you ask anyone, do you meditate? The majority of the people I talk to that, that I ask if they meditate, they always say, no, I've tried before and I can't turn my brain off. Well, first off, it's like anything. You have to practice. I've been meditating my whole life. I can fall into meditation super quick, no problem whatsoever. But if you don't know how to do that, if you've never done that before, it is going to be very complicated. But again, we want to master everything right away because that instant gratification. And we think, I tried it. It just wasn't for me. No, it is for you. You just gave up. And so for me, that's what monk mode is. It's how well do you know yourself? Do you listen to yourself? Do you know how to quiet your mind? And I'd say for the majority of the people, no, they, they don't do it, nor do they care to. So I like how you went with like the monk mode. You went like the mental aspect of it. I gravitate towards like the, the, like the physical, like body aspect where like the Shaolin's yes. Or, or you punch abstain from alcohol smokes or any kind of outside uh, stimulants, stimulants. Like, like mind altering stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, you know, like a lot of it is habits, you know, like, do you enjoy a drink or two after work? Do you, you know, like to smoke, uh, have a like cigarette here or there during your breaks and I feel like with that, you know, that you're constantly like altering your, you know, it's a quick hit of, like you said, of dopamine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's rough though. With that, you tend to find people like-minded like you who are always going to be there to have a drink with you or going to have a smoke break with you. So I feel like you might have to pull yourself out of those situations to actually achieve this monk mode that you speak of. And and that's that's a hard battle sometimes, you know, because a lot of people will see it as a sign of kind of disrespect. It's like, oh, you're too good for us. I'm like, no, it's just, I'm working on me sort of thing. But, you know, you might lose some friends in this process. But if it helps you get to a place where you need to be, I say, you know, go for it. I think Mongbo was a little bit of both. It's like a gym for your mind. And it's just taking away all the, the wants in your life because let's say like for food right you're bored you go eat something you don't really necessarily need to eat anything at the time you're not hungry you just need you're bored you need something that to munch on and that goes for like your mind like like you said ig and stuff that's like snacks for your mind you're not quiet you don't know what you want you go and find something quick fix so monk mode could be a little bit of both like physically and mentally you just have to know what you're trying to do, don't get quick fixes. Like fasting, right? Fasting is kind of like 
your body not eating for a while. So after actually after like a few days, you do that, you don't get hungry anymore. You forget that you're hungry. So when you actually are actually hungry, yeah, go eat something. So the longer you do that, actually helps your diet. So, I think it could be both physical and mental. So, in in regards to to this, you know, he's saying these are these are ten ways to really self improve. What were some of the things that jumped out as you as yeah, like I I need to do this. I'm not doing it. This is great advice. And what were some of the things that made you kind of question like, mm, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. Reading. I've always said that I wanted, I need to read more, but not necessarily like fictional books, but maybe more of a, maybe like self-improvement things, something that are science related that I didn't know. Like something that gains knowledge for me. That's what I want to read. I mean, I read articles and stuff, but not any like published science books, which I kind of want to get into, but... I need to know where I can kind of ease it in. I don't want to read like quantum physics. I have no idea what it says, right? Um, something that I don't agree with, it's cutting out social media and video game, like cold turkey. I think that's something you need to learn to control and like, you know, take in small portions. Everyone needs their enjoyment. You just don't want to dive into, like, like he was talking about like MMO games where you're getting your you getting your fix. What your motivation is to get gear. Every day you play, you log in, you're trying to get maximum level on something. And then you're not you're focusing your energy in your fictional character instead of yourself. I think in that sense he's correct. So but I mean just casually playing video games, I don't think it's that big of a deal, honestly. And he was also saying that he spends I spent like thousands of dollars buying cosmetics and stuff. I don't think everyone does that, but if he knows that that's his problem and he knows how to fix it, I think that's also good because he was talking about like he. Pat, what do you got to say? You look like you're about to. I mean, yeah, I was I was going to talk about you the, and I are the, the gamers list here. The, the list as a whole, though, I wanted to touch on. Uh, these basically boil down to disciplines. Yeah, uh, but for me, what stood out was I needed the step. Before the, the disciplines, I needed to understand the why and to um, recognize where you need the improvement in order to implement these things. Because if I looked at this this ten list and said, "Okay, great, I'm I'm going to commit to doing these things," you have to give up video games forever. Uh, it, sort of, yeah. I I would feel lost. Like I wouldn't see where the benefit long term would lead me. On some aspects, I, I understand, Ooh. like instead of spending the money on here and there, but I, I can't picture it. I can't visualize it. Have you done the disc training already? No. So I think you might be a C, since you need clarity on oh, what you need to do. L. A C is an L? Okay, so he, he agrees with that. So I guess I'm a C. Yeah, because you need to know why this needs to happen before oh. you do it. Oh, absolutely. You don't, you don't think, you're not really disagreeing with it. You just need to know the reason. Oh, yeah, everything he said made perfect sense. Like, uh, I, I understand. No, I did. Like, he said, cut out video games. It's just a distraction. Instead of, instead of spending time applied uh, like it's that you mentioned cooking like oh i got level 99 cooking stats the amount of time it took him to get that he could have cooked for real so the thing with him was when he was listing off these video games i don't want to go too far off a tangent but he was playing these games that exactly like rohit said earlier were they were made by the casino folks where they know how to work you 
And a lot of these are MMOs will do it. A lot of free-to-play games will if you're playing like I but, challenge you to name a game that isn't has some sort of mechanics against you. I know, but I'm just like there there are games where it's you play the game more for the social aspect of it. That's why I play. Let's say if I'm not having fun playing a game with my friends that that I'm talking to, and it's then why play at all? Um, you know, usually I'm playing cooperative games where I'm not like you know I'm not cussing or swearing at other people. Um, I'll cuss and swear at myself, <laughs> but it's like you know I have to be having fun playing this game. If I'm no longer having fun, then it's it's no longer a game. It's now a detriment to me. Right. So go off on that. I used to play like when Call of Duty was out. I, I used can't. to play that a lot. I, I get stressed, so stressed out. And then one day I noticed that, why am I doing this to myself? A video game is supposed to be enjoyable. I'm supposed to be, you know, enjoying a story, but I'm here like angry, trying to trying to stop myself from throwing my so, controller. It's like, there's no point in this anymore. So, so I can so, see why he said cut out video games because, I mean. It be, could be toxic. Yeah. It well, could be. It's, it's, a, it's a time waste. It's, yeah. There's no long-term benefit. You're not going to remember playing this game 10 years from now other than nostalgia and wishing for the better times when you could have been applying that time for real life skills is what he's trying to say. Some story, some, some video games, like one player, it, or, sorry, single player video games, they have really good story. Yeah. Are you into the storytelling aspect? Sure. Play those. You probably, it's like reading a book. I think it's like a new age book where you play through it. You get the story. Oh, that was an enjoyable, like kind of like an interactive movie. Yeah, and he did say he did say not to completely cut it out. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah, he did give, give, a little, give a little break. Little rope that's, what I, that's what I like about what he said. Yeah. He said like yeah. know something. It's, for it's now. just in the immediate time to better yourself. You know, if you're not happy with where you are, here are ten things that you can apply to your life to help you get out of that rut. Yeah. And he did say sacrifice. That's exactly you, you, it. You, the first thing he said was you have to be willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then yeah, don't bother. Unfortunately, yeah, there were so there were a few things that really stuck out at me. So, for example, he used the word self improvement, and I've always used the word personal development, which for for some reason it just triggered differently for me. Like instead of personal, is as strange as this sounds, it, it it doesn't really feel like it's it's me. But when he said self improvement. I'm like, man, like that's true. I'm trying to improve myself. And if I have, I mean, I'm not saying this is the best list ever, but I'm taking a look at some of his things. And if I'm truly trying to be the best Rohit Rohila out there, hands down, he he's pointing out a lot of stuff where we're just wasting our time. Like it, it's true. I've played video games for like, you guys don't know me as a gamer. Right, I play video games, and when I do, I get hooked. I'm talking about like uh, no sleep. I'm playing. <laughs> what's, what's your poison? And because of that, I stay away from it. Um, RPGs all day long. Oh, um, of course. <laughs> but uh, Fable. Yeah, and uh, RTSs. But but I stay away from that stuff because I've recognized if I don't, it's going to suck up a whole bunch of my time. I don't have a TV in my bedroom, and I've never had one. And everyone's like, why don't you have one? It's because I don't want to watch TV. Like, plain and simple. Um, like, Patrick Jansen, for how, you guys have been talking about House of Dragons for a long time. <laughs> and having to tiptoe that conversation around me because I'm like, I'm, I'm just not interested. 
but you guys are like, you need to watch it at some point. But when, when it's talking about self-improvement, that's like, man, like if I'm, I'm imagining myself five years from now. And if I'm like, Rohit, like you didn't make it because for you playing this video game was more important. Uh, not reading was more important. Uh, not going to the gym gave you the body that you have right now. And that's why you're having to take this medication. Like, man, I, I don't want to have that conversation with myself five years from now. And whose responsibility is that? It's my responsibility right now to make sure five years from now, I'm not living that life. And he talked about sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice? I can justify leaving video games off this list easily. But, but then again, what am I doing? I'm justifying my current behaviors and my current behaviors are leading to a current lifestyle that I recognize I want a better lifestyle. The one that really hit me hard was the no social media. And, and I'll talk about why in a second, because I was reflecting on this list last night and then about two 30 in the morning, it hit me. I woke up, I grabbed my phone and like half blind, I texted a note to myself because it hit me like a ton of bricks. Everyone says that, and here's what I wrote. Everyone says they don't have time for anything, right? Like in IRL, if you ask anyone, like when's the last time you read a book? Oh, I don't have time for that. Or when's the last time you cooked? I don't have time for that. So, so what I wrote was everyone says that they don't have time for anything. I don't have time for social media. I, I don't have time for social media. But I make time for social media. And I do it accidentally. If someone comes up to me and says, Roy, you're going to be on Reddit for a half hour a day. I'm going to be like, no, I'm not. Like that. That's crazy. But in a any if, if I'm bored for five seconds, I'm grabbing my phone going right to Reddit without even thinking about it. If I'm in the bathroom, I'm on Reddit without even thinking about it. So what else are you going to do in the bathroom? <laughs> am I? Yeah, but. Um, a lot, like, you know, a minute read two a year adds up. Well, maybe up you can quick. just read a book while you're in the bathroom instead of. Yeah, but, but, but my, my point is this. I say I don't have time for it, but, but I accidentally make time for it. And that's the worst. So that's what I put. I was like, that's the worst kind is because you're doing these things accidentally that just accumulate. And why is it if someone comes up to you and says, read for 30 minutes a day, you're going to be like, I don't have time for that. And if they're like, be on social media for 30 minutes a day, you're going to be like, I don't have time for that. But yet accidentally you are doing that same behavior that hit me. And it's like, wow, like, yeah, he's, he's right. I'm doing that. I'm accidentally sabotaging my life. I think the one that hit me the most is probably the monk mode just because, I mean, it's just, it's so easy. It's like fast food, all that stuff. Anything that just, can affect your day like you know a drink or two here or there you know a cigarette here or there i don't smoke but yeah it's you know it becomes so easy because you have so many people in your lives that will hey come and join us for this i'm like oh sure all right no problem after work we're gonna do this all right that's no problem i feel like if i cut that out um or it would be so much easier for me to just like improve myself 
like, and then, you know, the whole gym and diet goes hand in hand with that. Um, you're not destroying your body internally and you can actually get a little more energy doing what you want to do. Um, and that eventually, you know, once you feel better physically, I feel like the mental comes right afterwards, but it's, it's the first baby steps that you have to do. Yeah. No, I think no matter how small the first step is, just take it, like have somebody, you got to start moving forward to actually move. Right. You can't just stay in one place and expect somebody to push you. If somebody push you, you might just fall. Right. You still need to take that little bit of a step and then you carry on. Also you think long-term. Yeah. Sure. You're saying you need to make it your own. Yep. I like that. Definitely. Cause you need to do it for yourself. Like self improvement. Right. Who's going to do it for you? Nobody. They can encourage you, but ending up, you still going to have to do it yourself. But where does it draw the line where monk mode becomes, you know, I'm not having any fun anymore. So can you actually like, oh, hey, maybe once a week, a certain time of a day, I can do social media, play some video games, but you need to know where to stop. You can't just endlessly playing the same thing, keep scrolling through your phone. Yeah. So maybe having discipline, it's actually the key is not cutting out everything. You just know, oh, I'm doing this for too long. I should be doing something else. Yeah. I feel like with his video, he recommend that you take a step back for a while from all these things. And then that'd be a good reset for you to see how much you actually needed in your life. Yeah. I think in his case, it's kind of extreme though. Cause yeah, he was saying true. that he was spending thousands of dollars on, on alcohol, on going out to clubs, on um, video games. Yeah. So I think I think his case is he was so extreme on everything that he realized, oh crap, I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Which is which good is good for him. And that's that was my point earlier too. He he found the issues, but that's the most important step. That's finding that's your first you step. Need, you need you need to understand it. what to fix before you can implement the dis, uh, the disciplines to fix it. So how can we? recognize those problems probably a topic for another day i i think one of the things is monk mode because we can justify our own habits right for example we in in this topic we we talked a lot and sorry in this episode we talked a lot about no video games and no social media right yep. what are those two things a form of escapism and so if you are playing video games or you're in social media, you are kind of taking a little time out as it may be from your own life. But when you're a monk mode and you're looking internally, that's when you can take a look at some of the behaviors that you're doing, some of the habits that you have and be like, are those really serving me? Are they really helping me or hindering me? The other thing is, and, and Patrick talked about this in the previous episode, your circle of influence you know, for for the majority of the people, if you take a look at your circle of influence, a topic that we've shared on this podcast multiple times, who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? If the people you're surrounding yourself with are your peers who are playing video games, who are doing social media stuff, who are doing these behaviors, that's what you're going to do too because it's your norm. If, you, if instead you make your circle of influence people that you aspire to be people that you recognize are more successful in life than you people that you recognize are achieving things 
that you eventually want to achieve. If you make that your circle of influence, do you think they're doing these things? No, they, they've moved past that. Like, you know, the, the no video games, for example, that's something that is not a part of my life. And so, for example, Glenn and I hang out all the time, but I, I don't know when the last time was we played a video game together, probably like Rock Band or something like that, like 10 years ago. I think it was like four years ago at the Christmas party. Right? <laughs> but, but it's not a part of who, who I am. And, and I've recognized that and I've, I've eliminated that from, from my life. And so I think when you take a look at these things, it's easy to justify why we should hold on to them. I think there should be a balance with what you do, right? Like you can't just fully, you shouldn't fully focus on one thing. Like I mean, I've seen people, all they do is go to the gym. I don't think that's healthy either. I mean. Well, I mean, like in your situation, you and Glenn, you know, video games was what kind of brought you guys together, but you enjoyed each other's company where now you cut out the video game portion of it. And now you guys see each other on the regular. You guys are great friends. Um, your relationship is stronger than ever. I feel like the video game was a good catalyst to get you guys to meet, but eventually it could have been a barrier. Like, you know, because if you don't move on from that, it's like all you have to link you to Glenn is just this video game. Mm -hmm. Like you would have never met the person behind the game. Yeah, for, for example, and very few people have asked me this question, this podcast, right? If, if you take a look at it, one of the reasons why I wanted to do it and one of the reasons why we just hit year seven was I took a look at my circle of friends. None of my friends were into personal development or, or self-improvement. They weren't. It, it was something that I'm passionate about. And so what is a great way of bringing that same passion to my friends who, and, it, and if you think about it, Remember the previous episode we did about whether or not you discuss your salary? Each of you said you should do it to lift up your coworkers yeah. to a whole new level. That's why this podcast still exists. Think about it. What am I doing right now? I'm in my element. I'm hanging out with my friends talking about personal development. That is like perfect for me. And it did not exist before. I decided to create it. And because of this, what are all of you guys doing right now? Sitting with your friends, talking about how do we lift each other up. Playing RPG IRL. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, any Before we wrap it up, uh, great, great topic. A lot of passion. And, and you can tell that there's a lot of passion that we're bringing. Uh, any... Any closing thoughts? Let's let's go around the table, Patrick. Discipline. It's very important. I, you just struck that on me. I have, I don't know. I was thinking of closing thoughts. Okay, think, okay. I think, yeah, I yeah. think discipline is important, but you have to know who you are. Like you have to look into yourself like, hey, what do I need to improve on? And then you put that discipline on yourself like, hey, maybe... I'm doing too much of social media. Maybe I'm doing too many, too much video games. I'm not improving on my life. I'm not, I don't even know how to cook. Maybe you should, instead of leveling up your cooking, just go cook something. So in that sense, you have to look into yourself. Like, what do you, what should I be doing? 
instead of you know cutting out things just Ooh. blindly. Okay. For me, I mean, it's gym and diet, and then the monk mode, because um, I feel like once you learn to meditate and actually be able to look within yourself, you can see you know so much more, and then everything kind of comes in afterwards. Like you can. No video games is easy after that. I feel like you can find other outlets uh, with that. I mean, that's the monk mode is my made my big one. Yeah. Well, some some great conversation. Really want to thank everyone who who came on this episode and Glenn for for being in the studio with us. Uh, you know, when it comes down to it, I think Patrick said it perfectly. It it's a combination of what Patrick and and Jansen said. It comes down to discipline. And self-reflection of knowing what you need to value above other things. Um, so great episode. It's all about sacrifice. If you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to it for one of two reasons. Either one, you're friends with one of us or are related to us. Or two, and we're talking about personal development. Self-improvement is, is we're starting to say now you recognize that tomorrow can be better than today and that you have the power to do something about it. So listen in on, on what we're talking about. What points hit hard with us? I mean, you heard Scott talking about monk mode, about centering yourself and taking that external view of knowing what is serving you and what's not. And just keep improving every day. I think that's that's probably the, the biggest thing that we talk about here is a little effort every day, goes a long way with that ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to another episode of your favorite podcast the gyst podcast thanks everyone for listening to our gyst podcast we hope you learned how to get your together